Ben Jaworski, broadcasting from my grandma's dining room, I think. Where are you? You're, why I are you am, at home and not in the Wad Prep Studios? Because I am smoking on Timmy the Traeger. That's what I've named my grill. Oh. I'm I'm smoking uh, uh, some bear roast and pork backstrap. So I gotta I gotta make sure I'm Johnny on the spot here and that I don't burn anything. I almost burned uh, the entire neighborhood down the last time I I put something on the smoker. So Did you? I felt like I probably shouldn't leave the house. <laughs> that's amazing when did you get this grill uh i've had it for a while i've had it for a couple of years now i am very good at smoking brisket uh and we'll see how the other stuff turns out wow i didn't i didn't know this how did i not know this about you oh dude i'm a i'm a kansas city certified barbecue judge kansas city barbecue society certified barbecue judge so i'm i'm kind of obsessed with barbecue actually does not surprise me at all. I don't know why, but I'm just not even a little surprised. Of course, this is right next to me. This is my Denver Barbecue Festival VIP Pit Pass. Wow. Wow. Anyway. I love who's this. this. Who's this random lady talking to us? Dr. Justine's back. For everyone listening. <laughs> I know. Been, yeah. been a long time. How are you? I'm doing well. The last time I was in a screen with like CJ on one side and Ben on the other, so... It's nice to have my own whole frame now. I've like upgraded. <laughs> You've been oh, upgraded. Yeah. I'd forgot. I'd yeah. forgotten you guys were all in one room the last time. We're having to move the mic around. We're pa- yeah. packing them in like sardines. I uh, in the studio. Somebody, somebody stopped me today, and they were like, because uh, they they follow the podcast, and they were like, "Hey, you guys talking about sleep tonight?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "It's 8 p.m. Like, shouldn't you already be in bed by then?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm gonna." <laughs> I might take a so I'm, the point is I might take a nap during this podcast just to reinforce what we're trying to help people with. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> if Ben has to go attend the barbecue, John, you and I can just have a nap. Oh, <laughs> I could I could use one. I'm we'll, we'll I'm sure we'll talk about this, but I've become a big fan of naps lately. I don't know if it's just because I'm older or because I'm starting to value getting more rest in my life, but I've become a big fan, really big fan. Just like I, in the last few months, or has this been a progressive onset? Uh, no, just the, just recently, like I'm one of those people that, um, like, you know, my alarm went off this morning at, at 6am and I woke up at probably 545 and instead of sleeping for 15 more minutes, my feet hit the floor and I go, you know, that's like kind of, and I've always been that way. So like, even when I'm tired in the middle of the day, my mindset was always, well, I want to sleep well tonight. So I'm not going to take a nap now. Right. And then uh, the other day I took a nap and it lasted like two hours. I woke up at like, I, it had to have been like five 30, but it felt like it was midnight, you know? And I'm like, Oh, I'm never gonna get to sleep. And then I went, <laughs> went right to sleep that night. slept like a baby. I'm like, all right, maybe I just need a nap. Maybe my body's telling me something. So I started taking some naps and I like it. Nice. I got into the house at four in the morning this morning, drove home from Texas because my flight got canceled uh, and my buddy was already driving. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to hop in with him. So we drove home from Texas, just straight shot. I uh, got in at 4 a.m. And I slept from 4 to 11 a.m. And I feel great. So, Dude, what so, is how, so how horrible is that for me, Justine? <laughs> I, I mean, it's not the best. There's a lot going on there between like not being on your regular schedule, changing time zones to, you know also the shortness of the duration i feel like you're gonna feel that tomorrow maybe the next day yeah i can't wait i'm excited (laughs) i'm also trying to quit caffeine as well which is a whole nother can of worms so got a one-two punch coming up for me tomorrow what you're you're quitting caffeine tomorrow um yeah so i've been last week i didn't drink any except at once i once uh the bachelor party really kicked in we were using all of the various drugs and stimulants that we possibly could. Um, and I think I didn't smoke any of them, but I think my buddies smoked 15 cigars a day. Like it was insane. They just, I never saw them without a cigar. And I'm just like, I don't want any of that. Um, I prefer to have my taste buds so that I can taste barbecue in my VIP. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm trying to wean myself off of caffeine because I realized that for me, to get energy, uh, I oftentimes like I just need like 
a full glass of cold brew just to get to like baseline. And I don't like that. Um, and a, a lot of my friends have weaned themselves off of caffeine and it's, yeah, it's miserable for a little bit, but they said it feels amazing to not have to rely on some substance to like just get you back to baseline. And I think what happens is that naturally I'm going to want to sleep more and not be, not be stealing my future, you know, basically restfulness um, mm -hmm. because caffeine kind of like, I mean, Justine, you obviously know a lot more about it than I do, but what my medical doctor friend was explaining to me is essentially caffeine sort of steals awakeness from the future uh, almost with what it does to the adenosine receptors and things of that nature. So it kind of convinces you you're awake when you might actually not be awake. Um, and I'm trying to, yeah, get more, get more in tune with that so that I don't need um, 400 milligrams of caffeine just to be a normal human being. So, yeah, I've never heard it specifically described like that. It's funny. I've heard a similar analogy using alcohol, like alcohol is stealing happiness from tomorrow, um, mm -hmm. which I think is also very accurate. Mm -hmm. The, I mean, accurate with the adenosine, adenosine thing, right? Like basically caffeine will affect your adenosine receptors and you're supposed to be having like a buildup in those receptors, which creates sleep pressure, which makes you tired and caffeine prevents that from happening. So you don't feel yourself getting tired basically. Um, and if you're consuming enough caffeine and you're a slower metabolizer of caffeine, you can kind of get into a situation where day over day, you're never really fully um, able to feel your tiredness levels because your caffeine is kind of always interfering with that. But there is a huge variability. Like some people are super quick caffeine metabolizers where um, that's not as much of an issue. So it's more of like a person by person thing. Um, but certainly, it's worth going off for a while to see how you feel, how your body functions and what it's, what it's like to just go raw into the day every day and take life yeah. full in the face. Yeah. I'm just going to, just going to raw dog my days. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. I'm going to feel tired when I'm tired and I'm going to feel awake when I'm awake and it's going to be crazy and Ooh. I'm probably going to hate it. But uh, yeah, I don't know I'm trying it out. But what was so interesting is that last week, even just like a few days without it, yeah, there were a couple of times where I was like, oh, I feel terrible. But then there was like, interestingly enough, a couple afternoons where I was like, I feel great, like way better than I normally would like, tend to feel. A lot of afternoons I get groggy and then I don't drink coffee because I know it's going to affect my sleep. And I'll, a lot of times I'll feel really groggy on mornings where I have coffee. Um, but I just noticed a couple of times I'm like, man, I'm, I actually like feel really awake and energized and I had no caffeine at all today. Kind of like have like a natural like, dip in the afternoon but then like kind of wake back up around in the evening um so mm -hmm. yeah it, it, it'll be interesting i granted this is all just a self-experiment i'm not i'm not a scientist clearly but i have a few friends who are who are doing it as well and they are medical doctors so i figure they know what they're talking about so cool. well good luck yeah i hope i hope you fail that's all i'm saying <laughs> You'll know next next Monday for our podcast. I'm just going to be so depressed. I know. Have you ever seen that? Uh, there was an episode of Friends where there was a somebody. This dude was dating Monica, and they called him Drunk Bobby. I think was what they called him because he was always drunk, and he was like the life of the party. And uh, I forget how they made him do it, but he ended up going getting sober, and he was a total drag, <laughs> like not not fun, no personality whatsoever. So he is the best. That's gonna be you, Ben. You're gonna be drunk, Bobby, but with caffeine. Sweet, no caffeine. And then, and then you'll just convince me to get back on it, and I'll pretty much be back to my normal, cheerful self. I, I've done that before. I've had periods where I've uh, given up coffee, and I feel great. You know, but I feel great when I drink coffee. So, or at least I, I enjoy coffee. So mm -hmm. that's why I need you to fail. At least by the CrossFit Games, because you know we're gonna be looking for good coffee shops. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when when the CrossFit Games come around, like. If there's an event, like, for instance, a bachelor party where we're staying up extremely late and mm. all kinds of stuff are happening, or uh, at the CrossFit Games where I just I have to be awake the whole time, then I will absolutely abuse uh, caffeine for sure. There we go. Well, at, at minimum. At minimum. There, yeah, I'm sure you'll abuse many things. All right. Uh, well, we wanted to talk about rest and recovery. I mean, I feel like I get still get questions about this all the time. Um, and I still fight it. 
I mean, you know, full disclosure, master's athlete, like I would not say sleep is my strongest suit and I wish it was, you know, so that'd be good. We just talk about rest and recovery and Ben giving up caffeine like a fool. If you don't give up caffeine, when should you quit drinking it during the day? So you can, so it doesn't impact your sleep. Um, I mean, that's going back to how fast of a metabolizer you are. Um, but then, of course, there's always people who are like, oh, I'm a great caffeine metabolizer who definitely are not. Um, so I think the general rule of thumb that I like to stick to is 2 to 3 p.m., depending on what time you go to bed. Um, the half-life-ish of caffeine is about four hours. So giving yourself eight hours to have it out of your system is a pretty good rule of thumb. I didn't never occurred to me it had a half-life. It's radioactive, <laughs> right? Isn't that how that works? I know. Well, it just never occurred to me. Like, I just, <laughs> you know, I I think of coffee as like that first cup gives you the buzz and then you're just trying to keep up with it the rest of the time. You know, nothing tastes <laughs> as good as the first cup of coffee, everything after that subpar, but you just have to keep drinking it, you know? So I never yeah, think yeah. of uh, how long that should last. I just think of my day in terms of my day. I think most, a lot of people do this. And that's why I was asking about the, the nighttime thing. You know, like I in the morning get up and drink an excessive amount of coffee and then I have lunch and there's usually a fit aid with lunch that has caffeine in it, you know? Um, and then I have to make a decision. Am I going to take a pre-workout at the end of the evening sometimes before a workout and often that'll have caffeine in it. And that, that's probably the big killer if I got to wait eight hours to get it out of my system. Yeah. That's so yeah. interesting. I think about this all the time now in this like almost like this balance of energy equation because we do stuff all day long to stay like more alert more stimulated whether it's like do our jobs or take work out to go to the gym or pre-workout to go to the gym and uh it's like what's happening on the other side <laughs> to create more balance to that right and it was right. like one of the things when I started out making Thursday was just because I didn't I didn't have enough options on the other side of that um like Full disclosure, when I was young, actually, I used to be a terrible sleeper. When I was in college, I was like working, working a lot, um, doing classes, trying to have a good social life. And I used to keep like a bottle of cough syrup beside my bed so that I could fall asleep at night. Right. And because I would like, I would get home and I would just be like up, right? Doing like. So that was the original. So NyQuil was the original third year. That was the original formula. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. Was it, did it have codeine in it? Codeine was a big cough syrup thing many years ago, at least back when I was in high school. I don't think so. I think it was actually straight NyQuil. Was it was, straight NyQuil? Uh, what I used to, yeah. Um, and it's like so that. strange. Like, I feel like the options haven't evolved that much over the years. Right? Like, now that I'm a lot more health conscious, I, I've looked around and I'm like, I want help healthy options right so then you have like your melatonin your herbal teas your cannabis if uh, you're into that and you think that's natural um but it's so interesting how i feel like as these were like these funny little human creatures that just spend all day running around trying to like augment the way that we feel and the way that we're showing up in the world um using whatever we can get our little our little paws on well for the record nyquil will, will still knock your ass out guaranteed yeah it will I, it's very different though, because you don't feel good in the morning when you do that. Yeah, no, no, no. You, Nyqu you get that that Nyquil hangover is the worst. You wake up and you're not really awake for like an hour. You're just like a total zombie, just wandering around the house, hoping you made the coffee right. You know, hoping yeah. you get your right shoes on. Like, it's, there's nothing worse than the Nyquil hangover. Absolutely. No, you've never been so aware of your eyelids. You're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're where did these where did these come from? Another I, I kind of feel that way. And Justine, you can tell me if I'm completely making this up, but I kind of feel that way the few times that like I've taken uh melatonin. Like melatonin for me seems to have quite a bit of a of a next morning hangover. Is that is that a thing or am I just making that up? That's yeah, that's a thing. And again, it's like very subjective person by person but taking melatonin especially because most of the time the amount of melatonin that we take when we take a, a melatonin supplement it's like way more than your body needs um and so it just creates this like sledgehammer kind of like sleep cueing effect 
Um, and I think for a lot of people, because it also, it's a hormone and all of your hormones play together over the course of the night. So it can also change your timing for like your cortisol coming back on board in the morning, which is the thing that makes you feel like awake and ready to take on the day. So taking melatonin externally just like kind of overrides your natural rhythm and system for everything else too. So for a lot of people, that means that in the morning when they wake up, they're not feeling ready to go. Mm. You know, this is, it's, I'm not gonna say it's off topic, but I was thinking about something this week. Um, particularly, you know, groups of people right now in the U.S. are very upset about a lot of political decisions going on, which is creating a lot of stress. And so that's the question is like when you're when you're under stress, whether an external uh, force or, you know, like what's going on in our government or I don't know, you're just stressed about your job. Like, how do you manage that so it doesn't impact your sleep? Because that's always been a problem for me. Always. It's like I get stressed at work and then, you know, you're tossing and turning all night having work dreams. Yeah, that's a. Uh... That is a real thing. Did you know the researchers have like actually coined the term COVID somnia? It's like been <laughs> this like phenomenon of like a massive amount of people like were going to their doctor with sleep disruption because they're like too stressed. And then it was like COVID and then it was World War Three, and now it's right. everything that's going on in, in government. Um, and that's like for sure the biggest driver of sleep disruptions, right? It's like not being able to shut off your, your brain at night and then having all of your stress systems just kicking all the time. Um, the biggest things are like actually during the day doing more to moderate your stress level. So, you know, deep breathing, taking breaks, taking naps, um, taking more time to be like a little bit more mindful, doing breathing exercises, meditation, because all of those things will help to like regulate your general body chemistry and take you out of that stress response. So the more that you can kind of pattern interrupt your stress during the day the more you're going to kind of like save your tank of like restfulness right um for the evening if that makes sense because a lot of those um especially at nighttime when you wake up and you feel like that adrenaline feeling um part of what that has to do is your cortisol is kind of like your stress hormone right so that goes up in terms of like your stress response and at nighttime when you're fasted you're not eating Cortisol is meant to go up like a little bit to keep enough blood sugar in your system so that you don't die. <laughs> like it's part of your metabolic process. Um, but if you're becoming more resistant to cortisol because your cortisol levels are high a lot of the time, and you can confound that with like blood sugar regulation issues. So if you're eating a lot of sugar, then this will like make it worse. Um, so if your cortisol is not quite able to like do its job to keep your levels, your blood sugar levels stable overnight, then you're... Um, adrenal hormones will actually pump out um, epinephrine or like adrenaline hormone to double down on that response. And that's what'll make you feel like super, that, that's what'll like wake you up and make you feel like really rattled at like three, four in the morning. And that's the worst feeling. I hate that. <laughs> You're just like, doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, yeah. it, it happens to me pretty often, to be honest. Like I'll wake up at three and then I'm, I don't get back to sleep. But it's, you know, I'm, at that point I'm awake, like, you know, body's moving. Yeah. Ben looks like he needs some sleep. Do you need a nap, Ben? You can go climb on the couch and. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking. So like one of my good buddies, uh, the guy that I actually drove home from Texas with last night, he's struggled for a really long time with just insomnia or like, like just very, very hard time staying asleep. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I was just, I was just thinking like, Oh, Derek should listen to this podcast. Um, I know one thing like, I mean, one thing is getting off Adderall uh, because that keeps him super, super awake for like ADD and ADHD stuff. Um, so he said, quit that, but still like similar to you, John, like he'll wake up at um, like three in the morning or three 30 and be like, well, I'm awake now. And I'm just like, I have absolutely never had that issue ever. It's like, if I wake up at 10 AM, I'm like, Ooh, I can sleep some more. Boom. I'm back in bed and I'm, and I'm sleeping. So um, I do feel like I, I wake up more than I want, you know, like I notice like waking up more, but I, I can tend to force myself to fall back asleep and get back in the nice comfy bed. But um, yeah, I'm interested, Justine, like what's the, I mean, what are some techniques and, and, and things that you can do to, to help prevent the 3am wake up? Now you're wired and need to get out of bed thing. Yeah. Um, well, specifically, I was actually thinking as you were talking, you travel a lot too. 
So your mm. rhythms are just not very consistent. So that's one yeah. thing, right? Like the more consistent your sleep rhythms are, the more you have kind of your sleep system and your routine at night and you can get your body doing what it's supposed to be doing on a regular cadence, um, the more you're setting yourself up for success in terms of being able to have proper sleep cycles, having fewer sleep disruptions um, and just genuinely getting better sleep. Yeah. Um, taking out chemicals that interfere with sleep too like you mentioned Adderall with your with your buddy and I will disclaimer this I'm not a medical doctor I'm not a pharmacist I'm not telling anyone what to do with their medications um you know definitely talk to your doctor if you're taking anything thinking about taking anything all that but um Adderall and a lot of these anxiety medications, anything that's really for augmenting mood, um, majorly affect your neurotransmitters. And specifically things like Adderall or Azepam stuff for anxiety, they work on your GABA receptors and they have a crazy high affinity for your GABA receptors. So GABA is also the neurotransmitter that's responsible for that transition from being awake to being asleep. And your brain needs to be sensitive to GABA in order for your thoughts to wind down and in order for you to feel calm and, and not anxious and so when you take any kind of chemical that really um, has this huge affinity for your GABA receptors your body stops being able to listen to your own natural GABA production which means when you're not taking it and you're trying to sleep at night um, your brain chemistry just isn't able to keep you in proper sleep mode essentially um, and there's like a lot of challenges with people who take those types of medications leading to long-term sleep problems because it really kind of messes up that, that chemical process for you. And then of course, with people who have like, you know, PTSD and just like major like stress life events who have then also probably tried to use certain types of chemicals to augment that, um, it can kind of create some ongoing challenges where your, your body chemistry just isn't ideal for making great sleep. And like, Genuinely, it's one of the reasons we put a lot of the things that are in Thursday in Thursday is because we're like, okay, what are the different things if we could put like the brain chemistry together without putting stuff in that's going to like downregulate on its own, like melatonin and that kind of stuff. Um, what does a brain and a body actually need in order to make good sleep cycles happen at night? Um, so yeah, taking away the chemicals, alcohol also being one of them, like alcohol completely shuts down your ability to do REM sleep. Um, which also means that it ruins your like emotional regulation, your dreaming, all of the good stuff that happens um, during that part of the night too. Limiting caffeine earlier in the day. And then, um, you know, a few things that most people have probably heard of and like, yeah, 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 like blackout curtains, keeping your room a little bit colder, mm -hmm. um, trying to avoid blue light to the extent that you can in the hours leading up to bed. So turning your screens off, getting rid of disruptions, not watching the news. That'd be a good one. Speaking of lowering your stress response during yeah. the day, Seriously. turn that news off or turn off all those notifications. Mm. I actually don't watch the news. Unfortunately for me, it all comes via social media. And so when people's stories start blowing up, I'm like, oh shit, I need to go check the news. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, just, you just never know until all of a sudden there's like, you know, 30 aggressive stories back to back to back. Oh, it just went down. Just went down. <laughs> So You're much. Like, How bad is this? <laughs> You're like the most extreme version of it in social media. Well, I just happen to I see a lot. I mean, I follow a lot of people, so that doesn't help my cause any. Um, but um, yeah, I see a lot like through that, just like following their stories and you know, and then people, if it's severe enough, if it happens to be in the CrossFit space, then I get a bazillion DMs on it, which is even worse. You know, it's like I I don't mind you know, figuring out things are broken, but man, when you start getting like pounded with DMs, it becomes stressful. Like, you know, have an answer to all these people. And I'm, I'm an answer. Like I have to, it's in my Instagram. I'd have to clear it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Sounds horrible. I know. Well, we can't all just leave it. Someone else will take care of it. One yeah. Day. Well, we don't all have assistants running our social media like you do, Ben. Well, yeah, but the DMs are still me. So if you've ever DM me and I didn't respond, just do it again. I'll respond at some point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, we do have a question. Here's a, we have an interesting question that came in the chat. We'll put it up on the screen from Sarah. If you wake up in the middle of the night, should you get up and do something, which by the way is what I do, uh, or try to go back to sleep? Sometimes lying there trying to go back to sleep seems to just stress me out more. Man, Sarah, we're like simpatico here. 
which is exactly what happens to me. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think it seems like what you should do is just like lie there with your eyes closed, like a thing that your parents would tell you to do, which is like close your eyes, be still, and eventually it'll happen. Um, but actually, um, what the literature shows is that if you get out of bed and you go and do something quiet and uh, even something that's a little bit methodical for your brain, like you have an adult coloring book or journaling, music, drawing, like playing your guitar, that kind of thing. Something that's just like um, not turning on the TV or not putting a screen in your face, reading a real book. Um, those types of activities can help get your kind of brain out of the stress groove that it's in onto something else. And then you'll start to actually wind down again in your natural process so that you can go back to bed versus um especially people who have like chronic challenges with sleeping and they're tossing and turning a lot in their bed, it actually starts to create like a stress correlation with their bedroom, which sucks, right? You want your bed to be like your happy place, your sleepy, your sleepy, calm, relaxed place and not your stress place. So definitely get out of bed, go get into like a better frame of mind and then come back and go back to sleep. Wow, I'll try that next time. I forget what I did last time. I did actually get out of bed and I went and did something. I you probably did your adult coloring book. Maybe, or journaling. No, it would have been, uh, I think do I might have meal have prep. Hey, what's that? I said, do you guys have those? Like, I, I have a journal, or? not a coloring book though. I'm colorblind though. So I just, I always have PTSD from um, kindergarten when the teachers would yell at me. Well, well I... If I remember right, I think I got up and meal prepped. I'm pretty, oh, my God. I'm, I'm pretty confident that's what I did. No, I just gagged in my mouth. That, that was, was too, pre- <laughs> like, too much CrossFit. Best chicken breasts ever made. Yeah, you know, cool. you got to do something at three in the morning when you're wide awake. Just one of those things. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I, I totally would have thought like, oh, I, you should just lay there and meditate, which pro- that probably isn't a bad idea. But like you should lay there and close your eyes and just not do anything but uh that's super fascinating the idea of uh, getting up if i ever struggle with that i'll do that i'll probably maybe get up or, or maybe just roll over and grab my my book and and read with a nice you know one of those like amber red looking lights and and read something and see if it maybe lulls me back to sleep we help we always have these conversations i start realizing all the things i do wrong you know uh you were like oh you know just don't sit with your face in front of a screen before bedtime what's well, 8 30 here and this is when i scheduled the podcast for and i'm literally two feet not even i'm like a arm length away from the screen so it's right and all this light is coming from the screen so i'm probably just yeah. keeping myself up doing this that's it oh i have a really interesting hack that i wanted to share and if i don't do it now i'll forget because i hack forget it. things um one thing that i've been doing recently is uh, I will literally take my phone and I turn it into grayscale <laughs> mode where, let's see, so here's a normal coloration. And then you can actually set up a, a thing where you click it. Hold on. There you go. Hey, and wow. now it's in now it's in grayscale mode. And now it's like way less interesting. So like yeah. there's less colors to be like, ooh, look at the shiny phone. So my phone, my screen time is like gone down because a lot of times I'll just have my black and white or you can even make it like the red scale where it's just red and it's super super boring and it isn't as intriguing so that could potentially one help prevent blue light but two uh prevent you from like being enticed by the phone in the evening i'll give you another hack ben you can take your phone and freeze it in a block of ice and stick it in your freezer you're not allowed to use it until it unfreezes try that one that's a good one that's a really good idea actually They are waterproof, so it make, that checks out. For how long? That's the real question. For how long? I was that probably voids your warranty too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, and I also don't know how glass holds. You know, since they're all glass now, how exactly it would hold up to a block of ice? But I'd like to see. I'll do it. That seems like a great idea. Yeah, do it, man. Why not? Why not? I was kind of hoping you were doing when you held that phone up. I saw that uh, Tesla app you had on there. I'm like, hope he summons the car. You know, <laughs> the car just rolls in the frame. <laughs> be the best uh all right so here's here's my other question i had on my mind today uh particularly as i'm trying to figure out you know kind of what's best for me because it's always about me uh how many how many hours a night are we recommending these days for people 
Old people like me. Ben Ben can live on his three hours. He's fine. I would say it actually has more to do with activity levels than age. Um, Honestly, for for athletes or people training intensely, it can be up to 10 hours. Oof. Um, yeah, I'd say well, that's not me anyway. Like, so, you know, no one's ever told me <laughs> I mean, Froning, Froning was famous for like, I remember back in the documentaries about Froning days, he was like, Yeah, I sleep uh, anywhere between 12 and 14 hours a night. And, and like casually just mentioned that. And it's like, wait, if you actually think about that, that's like a superpower to be able to sleep 12 hours unbroken every night. Um, unbroken yeah unbroken dude unbroken only unbroken (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's uh seven to seven to ten depending on again like your genetics your activity levels um the sweet spot really is to figure out what your what your ideal hours for sleeping are like i think most people kind of know when they're they're at their best like if you're a morning person and you naturally kind of wake up early you kind of know you're a go to bed early wake up early kind of person and there are definitely some people who are go to bed late wake up late kind of people and if you pick a bedtime and you stick to it and that's like what you set your alarm for and then you don't set an alarm for the morning eventually you'll figure out what your natural amount of sleep is that you need Mm, i like that I've yet to figure it out. <laughs> I'm a big no morning alarm fan, uh, but it's all predicated on getting to bed at the right time. Otherwise, you're be waking up at 11 a.m. like me today. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. John, it also matters like a lot of things matter. Like it literally matters what season. So we have seasonal changes in our metabolism and our sleep needs. It matters kind of like what season of your life you're in. So how much other stress you have going on um it matters if you're sick or like your body's stressed out kind of trying to fight something um even if you're sunburned you can actually end up needing more sleep because you've stressed your system out um if you're you know are like ben and you just went on a bachelor weekend bender and then drove from texas (laughs) through the night um you might end up getting a 14 hour sleep night and that's exactly what your body needs so I think the idea too that we're like perfectly going to be able to time like I'm going to get eight hours every single night. That's not a realistic expectation. Um, as cliche as it sounds, it's really about kind of like listening to your body, understanding what your needs are, and like recognizing when you're kind of hitting your pattern and and waking up feeling well, performing well, and when you're not. I have found lately, uh, just in the last year or so, since I, as I've been more deliberate about trying to get more sleep is that, you know, often when I wake up like this morning, I had, I had to be up at six cause I have a real job. And so I had to go do that, you know, and I had to be there by like seven 30. So if I didn't get out of bed at six, I was going to be late. Um, but on the other dates when I don't have a, you know, kind of a hot deadline where I have to be somewhere, I found that when I, if I wake up at six still, which I will, but if I'll lay there for 15 more minutes, I will actually go back to sleep. And that's, I'm starting, I'm feeling like I'm starting to catch up some now because I am getting an extra 45 minutes or an hour of actual sleep, not just laying there in bed wishing I could get up, you know? Yeah, that makes sense too. Cause there's, um, as you kind of like go through your sleep cycles, uh, and this one is actually more of an, <laughs> this is more of an age thing. As you go through your sleep cycles, towards the end of the night, right, you get more REM sleep. And as you are kind of like coming back around, you get into that like lighter sleep. Um, and it's easier to have like a, a breakthrough, like wake up in there. Um, and then, but that might not mean that you're actually done sleeping. Right. So just like you said, if you actually like kind of hang out and see if you fall asleep again, you might get another full sleep cycle in. Um, and it is also normal to have interruptions in your sleep. So to wake up even a couple of times a night, um, it's a lot less normal to go completely, uh, no like completely straight through the night um, unbroken is what we call that unbroken. Unbroken. yeah, yeah my brain shorts are on that i'm like I, I knew the word was there but uh <laughs> yeah it's going unbroken is is much more uh unnatural than actually breaking up your sleep in the night even just a little bit and if most people who have sleep trackers will probably notice that they're they like they'll register that they've woken up but they haven't actually they maybe don't remember that they woke up um but I think this expectation that you're also always going to sleep completely through the night. And if you don't, there's something wrong is a little um, unfounded as well. 
So Ben, if I don't sleep all night long and it's no longer unbroken, how many rounds are you supposed to do? Or does, an, or does it become an am nap? You know, you just <laughs> as many naps as possible. I mean, as someone who's who's always going unbroken, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how to scale that down appropriately <laughs> to your level, John. I, I think it's probably five rounds for an old guy, three if you're younger. That's, <laughs> that's my guess. That's my guess. I do wake up more. As you get older, you wake up more. Just at least I I do. I don't know. Yeah. It's been my thing. Yeah. So let's uh let's talk about thirdsy. We haven't do- actually done that yet. We've just been talking about sleeping, but uh I'll give you real life testimony if you want to hear it. I was at the gym today. You're getting it anyway, even if you don't. I'm at the gym today and um I'm sitting there warming up and the coach comes over to me and he's like, Hey, what's the name of that sleep supplement? You guys say it's a fresh remember and Michael Thursday. He's like, Yeah, he's like, I bought a bag. And he I don't know why I couldn't remember the name, but he's like, I bought a bag. And it's great. And I thought that was awesome because I'm like, I love it when we talk about stuff and people actually like it. <laughs> like when they stop, and go, oh, that really was good. Like they think I'm totally and utterly full of shit otherwise, which I am. But uh, I mean, that's what Sarah Denance said in the comments. She said, yeah. I'm also using Thursday now and I'm finding it's helping. So Yay. it's helping with Thanks, something. Sarah. Yeah, so let's let's talk about what its intent is, and you know, I can tell you my experience on it some, but uh, yeah, so expert opinion. The intent was to have something that you could integrate into your regular sleep routine that you could use on a regular basis that you felt good about using that wasn't going to like create dependency, um, and that would actually give you better sleep quality. So. I didn't, it's not a sedative. It wasn't made to be something that would not, it's not a NyQuil. It's not there just to like completely knock you out. Um, Some of the ingredients that are in it, like uh, particularly the L-theanine and the GABA, do have um, kind of an anti-anxiety effect. So they help to stop ruminating thoughts and and to lower that kind of anxiety, help you to feel more calm. Um, But it's not going to just like completely put you out. Um, and it also has, you know, collagen in it, which is good for your joints, your connective tissue, your muscles. So it helps with your recovery overnight for all of those tissues, because those, um, collagen specifically in the amino acids and collagen are things that we often don't get enough of in our diet. So, um, that was kind of the intent was like, I had piecemealed some stuff together for myself to help improve my sleep quality. Um, a few years ago when I was feeling like the hours that I was spending asleep were not good quality hours. And I was waking up having slept for a long period of time, but not really feeling like I was getting a lot out of it. Um, And so after like literally trying every sleep product on the market, natural and some unnatural, um, these were the ingredients that I found that also the literature really well supports that um, are pretty safe to take long-term and and by pretty safe i mean like no reported negative side effects but i can't say take it forever because laws um <laughs> and uh, they have laws in canada yeah, there's loose guidelines ben loose guidelines that's all it is <laughs> i thought it was just like an apologetic society where you just governed yourselves but guess not no. <laughs> sorry you know what's ironic about that is that in canada i actually had to put in an application and apply to the government with the formula to get approvals from Health Canada. And then they like issue you a number and they tell you what you're allowed to say about the product and all this stuff um, before we were allowed to start selling it. And in the US, the FDA doesn't make you do any of that. The FDA basically says, if you start getting like consumer complaints, as long as it has ingredients in it that are already recognized as being safe, right? you, um, you don't have to go through that process. It's definitely more of an ask for forgiveness process than an ask for permission process for sure. Which is great, but also hor- horrifying uh, <laughs> at the same time as a <laughs> yeah. consumer. You know, it's like, so, well, yeah, just, you can do, as long as the ingredients, you know, are stuff that <laughs> other people have claimed to be safe, then you'll be fine. But yeah, it's like, it's like, because the ingredients have been deemed safe, kind of any combination of them that you put together, it's, it's okay until you start getting complaints. So that's, that's interesting. Well, I'm not complaining. It's helping. I love it. It's my my evening coffee. Basically. It's like, you know, that, I mean, part of, part of the reason I'm like, or part of 
the reason I'm going to miss coffee so much is the, the routine of it. Like just waking up in the morning, pouring my, my cold brew, sitting down, reading a book and then journaling. Like I love that routine. Um, and admittedly, like still haven't totally nailed the evening routine as we've covered already in this, in this podcast. But on the nights that I do get to like sit down, um, it's kind of like this nice thing that kind of forces me to slow down, mix it up, drink it. And it's almost like the, the evening coffee where there could be a ritual associated with it. I need to restock with third Z so that I can get back into that ritual. But, uh, it'd be really nice if I built in some sort of wind down routine where I drank my cup and then maybe did some more reading and journaling. That would be like the, the triple whammy, but. I just kind of mix it and chug it sometimes. <laughs> just take a knee. Take a knee. I have a routine with mine. Mine's always like 20, 30 minutes before bedtime. And and I find, this is what I was talking to the coach about, I find that if I'm very consistent with it, I actually sleep better a few days in. Not that, I mean, I feel like I sleep good when I take it. But if I take like five days in a row, like day five's a banger. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that's great sleep. You know, and it just and it awesome. feels like it starts to get more consistent. I don't know if it's maybe because I'm getting a routine or you, maybe something you're putting in it. Uh, I couldn't tell you, but yeah. it completely works for me in that regard. That's perfect. I love both how you're taking it according to the label, which makes me really happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the day five that makes sense. The L tryptophan and the magnesium have a bit more of a loading phase. So if you're not walking around with like high levels of both of those things, then they're gonna have like progressively better effect for you. So that makes yeah, sense. I read the label. I follow the directions. I mean, I don't always chug it. Sometimes I just snort it. That works too. If you want to. That's what that. I was gonna say. I'm a yeah. huge fan. Yeah, of just, yeah. Like three lines and just. <laughs> I thought about I did think about dry scooping it once just to see what would happen, and then I thought better of it, and I just couldn't do it. It's a big scoop. I think it'd be delicious. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's delicious. I would I'd consider doing if it was the size of like a creatine scoop, but it's a big scoop, man. Like it's a lot, yeah, or like a pre-workout scoop. That's more reasonable. I'm just saying. Next time you run ads with us, if we throw a rider in on that. We could probably bump the price a little, but it'd be worth it for the coverage. I'll draw. I'll draw scoop that. Ben, sure. ben and I have to dry scoop on the air. That'd be the best. Oh, easy. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, ben, I feel like we should have talked about this before we came on so I could watch this happen. Yeah. Oh, well. Actually, I need to be I, restocked. I'll, I'll send you more. I'm missing. I, mean, I like, I like genuinely am missing it. In fact, I'm flying back home to Maryland tomorrow and I'm pretty sure I had a bag ship there not too long ago. But I'm also pretty sure that my brother, who used to struggle with sleep, um he struggled with sleep probably largely because he was just video gaming all night uh shocker but he i think he started taking it too because he texted me like the last time i was home he texted me and he's just like man what was that i was like oh it's a sleep supplement he's like i'm gonna try it so if it's still there that means he didn't like it but if it's not it means he did there you go are you gonna lie to me and pretend and tell me that he it's not there if it is yep for sure. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Actually, you know what's one off-label way that people have been taking, which I found um, really interesting and is leading to kind of our next product development. I've had some people reach out and tell me that they take it in the afternoon, like when they're feeling overstimulated, like if they've had too much coffee in the morning or they're feeling like stressed at work, that they'll take a scoop. I've had people be like, is this bad? <laughs> Should I? Just drug abuse? Am I going to have a problem <laughs> with this? And I'm like, no, no, I'm like, it doesn't have a sedative, that's fine. Obviously, it's not like what I had in mind when we created it, but uh, it's interesting and like kind of loops back to what I was saying before about this like thought process I've been having recently about like how much we like all mess around with our states all day long. Hmm. Yeah, that's super interesting. Uh, also, one of the reasons why I'm quitting caffeine is I would feel like you know, just like tense and almost like anxious, filled with anxiety for absolutely no reason sometimes if I just have so much caffeine. Uh, and I've noticed being a lot calmer without it. But that is super cool to know that I could just abuse caffeine and then just stack thirdsy on top of it. Like that's that's a hack right there. Maybe you could make an iced coffee thirdsy. Just change the flavor a little, take that stevia out and put in some coffee bean extract or something but decaf be great then we can mix it with coffee counteract it it's be perfect all right terrible if I make idea. That, i'll call Across it I'll, it'll be the the scale and bail thursday special oh. 
just tastes like garbage. It'd be the biggest <laughs> bomb. It'd be the biggest bomb since New Coke. <laughs> oh, terrible. Absolutely uh, terrible. I love the stuff. Uh, we do have a code. I meant to put that on the screen. We we always have a code. There's our code. 25% on Thirdsy with scales, S-C-A-L-E-Z-Z-Z at thirdsy.com. Check it out. You'll love it. Love it. I love it. Justine, since you're the sleep hack extraordinaire, uh, mm. tell me, what is what is your evening routine to wind up? Like if your ideal one or the one that you actually are able to stick with um, when you're in your routine, what does that look like to wind down for bed? Yeah, um, it's not super complicated. I try to turn off my computer and everything and I will put my phone away um, a couple hours before bed, actually. Pretty much usually around like 7, 7.30, I just kind of like put everything away and I figure nothing's probably going to be so important that I can't wait till tomorrow. Um, That's prime guess, dating app time though. I don't know if I can do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have that issue anymore. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, after kind of dinner and stuff, um, my, uh, husband and I have gotten into a habit of not watching TV, um, Monday to Thursday. And so we'll do like games, play chess. Um, sometimes we read to each other because we're super nerds like that. I know. Um, and I know exactly which books you guys are reading <laughs> to each other too. I love it. Or, yeah, or you guys, new, you guys are newlyweds though, right? Just you're like newly married. Yeah, we were married in January. Yeah. All right. Well, so enjoy all this reading together now. Three years from now, we're going to ask you this question again. What are you doing to wind down at night? We'll see if the answer changes. So. Well, I mean, I, I got to be honest. COVID has really aged our relationship in dog years. Like, <laughs> we've, we, we've, been, we've been together for four years, but it kind of feels like we've been together for 10, but mo- mostly in good ways. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Adam's then, a great guy. We'll have to all meet him. So sorry to cut off, but shout out to Adam. He's the man. Okay, keep going, Justine. It is pretty great. Um, and then I'll do like take my thirdsy half an hour before bed, um, brush my teeth, wash my face, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I do an audiobook every night. I will put uh, on the sleep timer um, for usually 30 minutes, sometimes 45, um, and then close my eyes. So I do keep my phone in, in my bedroom, which I know a lot of people might frown upon with the you know, EMFs and that kind of thing, but um, nothing helped me fall asleep faster without thinking about work and stuff that I'm worried about more than audiobooks. Um, and there's a few in particular, like, um, to, have you heard of Eckhart Tolle? Oh, yeah. Yes. Really like woo self development stuff, but his voice is out of van. I swear to you. I like, I've listened to his book like, four times on repeat and I can maybe tell you 20% of what that book is about. It's great. It's perfect. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. The Harry then Potter series also great pre-bed oh. reading because it's just like this like old man, British voice. That's like kind of perfect to fall asleep to. Hmm. That is good. Once, that is a good book series to read at night. I've done that. Once before. John narrates a book, I'm just gonna put that. That'll. That'll just. You know what I'm gonna do? Is, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring up old wide prep videos. Oh your, gosh! And just listen <laughs> to your voice. I'm gonna learn how to do muscle ups. Jawalski muscle ups, but just the, the audio version. The very so first wide prep video is the most horrific thing I've ever seen on YouTube. Um, you know, I can pull YouTube right into this, right? Just pull it's it still up, up yeah. We'll, no, we'll do I that later. I think we yeah, to, I think a different episode. We may have to revisit some of Ben's old videos on one of these shows. That could be fun. That could be a lot oh. of fun. Well, I like that routine. It's simple. I think um I think Justine, you and I have even talked about this. Like the most the most effective routines are ones that you actually stick with. So don't try to optimize freaking everything. Just Find one or two things that you can stack on habits you already have. Hopefully one of those habits is brushing your teeth. Uh, and then you can stack habits on the back end of that. And uh, yeah, I like that. That's great. That's, That's totally stuff. true. Habits are so, they're like challenging to get into, but then it's almost comical how hard they are to break once you really have a habit. Like even the steps in which I'll like go into my room and like close my blackout curtains and like put water beside my bed is like, I kind of just do it the same way every night. And if I 
don't for some reason like if something interrupts me I feel like something's like there's a glitch in the matrix it's really strange yeah it's like me and flossing if I don't floss before I go to bed at night I'm just like I I don't think I can do it like I I I don't think I can fall asleep I'm out (laughs) and I've learned more about you on this podcast tonight than I have in the previous 40 combined well, that's just floss every just, night. You're a barbecue master. I had no idea of. Justine just brings out my interesting, uh, interesting quirks. What can I say? Uh-huh. And we didn't even get yeah. any any good bachelor stories on this episode. That's the most. That's for another part. time. For another there, time. <laughs> will those ever be aired? I from looking at your face, I'm going to say no. The unedited version or the unedited versions, no, <laughs> will never be aired. The hangover version. Oh, it's the best. Well, Justine, thanks for joining, as always. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's nice to catch up with both of you. It's been a minute. Hey, before before we sign off, where can everyone find you? I know we've already shouted out the website, but where can everybody find you? Sure. So, uh, yep, website, thirdsy.com, or if you're in Canada, thirdsy.ca. And uh, on Instagram and TikTok, although we're still kind of struggling with the TikTok, so you might not want to find us there. Um, it's at ThursdayHQ. Um, yeah, both the same. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you should have Ben do the TikTok for you. He's a Reels master. You are and Ben. Do you want to be Thursday's TikTok creator? Depends on what the contract looks like. <laughs> You get a bag of thirdsy out of it. That's all you need. Yeah. Come on. Bag of thirdsy every every quarter, like once a quarter. Mm, seems that seems worth it. Yep. There you go. <laughs> if Adam actually, if I get Adam to read me 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson every single night before I go to bed, then I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Perfect. Ooh. You guys can just like all you right, can just we'll do talk. a group call with me when you guys are doing your <laughs> yeah. reading. And I'm like, hey guys. And you can just, just pull up Jordan Peterson for me. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. Well, guys, it's been fun as always. For everyone joining us on the live stream and uh, and on the audio version, we appreciate you guys joining, and we'll chat with you guys next week.